What do you got there? It's a copy of... Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011. Hey, where'd you find that? It was... Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. All right, so now we're continuing on with our uh, going through the old Marvel movies we never got to do back when they first came out because we didn't have a podcast. Did podcasts, yeah, podcasts existed. They just weren't, they like, common or... I mean, everybody's got one now. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do Captain America First Avenger. Came out in 2011. Number five in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Came out right after Thor. <clears throat> this was the... Thor was the litmus test of, hey, can we do... Because they did basically Iron Man, Hulk. Nobody saw. Iron Man 2, two years later. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> Several times. And then uh, you had Thor. Thor was the big experiment. And then this one was kind of, like, going to bring it home. Because the next movie's Avengers. So what's weird is when it started, I start, I'm watching this and I'm like going, oh, I don't like I, I, I haven't seen these since they came out. And I think I watched them on Blu-ray. Have you watched them? Did you watch them regularly afterwards or were you pretty much new watches for you? I bought them all on Blu-ray. Then I bought them all on 4K again. The, uh, I have them all up to Black Panther on Blu-ray. So the start of those, the start of the movie, the opening is they're digging the ice and it's in the Arctic. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this shit. I kept thinking this opening doesn't seem familiar to me. I remember there being... A kid in a house, mm-hmm. and the Germans coming up and like grabbing this kid, and then I started thinking, and I'm like, start remembering, and then I kind of started following that thread. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. It was the 1990 version. Oh, <laughs> I remembered more from that because we've uh, done it recently. We, we've done it recently, yes. And I'm yes. like, and I go, oh my god, I go, uh, I go, it was, not a popular opinion, but uh, the better Captain America. <laughs> But it was so weird because I was like, oh, yeah, I thought it was the opening was the start of how they got Red Skull created and all mm. that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that is not this movie. So that was funny. Wrong movie. That's very um, funny. So, yeah, it starts off, we see uh, Red Sk- or Johann Schmidt, right? Yes, Johann Schmidt. Into, you don't know he's Red Skull for a minute. Right. It's uh, Hugo for Weaving. And he goes into... Uh, uh, R.I.P. Hugo. He's alive, church. but he didn't do the other movies. So. Right. It ended up being the guy from Saturday Night, one of the guys from Saturday Night Live, Brooks Whelan. It ended up being no, I heard the guy. That's Brooks Whelan. No, it's the guy from Walking Dead. He got the curly hair and the broken arm. Uh, you look it up. I'll continue. I'll keep talking. So yeah, he goes into uh, some uh, Norwegian museum and he sees like the big uh, Tree of Life, all the stuff basically, it's or like Norse. It's church or something. It, no, it was a museum, I think, and it was based because he opens up the tomb for. Oh, maybe it was a church. But, Say, Regardless, he goes somewhere, and he's yeah. like, all of Hitler's men are looking over here for artifacts. Yep. I know to come here. He's to from Walking from... Dead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, okay, Ross Mark Hamill. Yeah, what was they, his name? He's actually a very good um, voice. Um, uh, impersonator? Impersonator, yes. So that's all you could do, the Hugo yep. Weaving style? Yeah. What was his name on Walking Dead? I remember him. He was like, probably right before I stopped watching. Go ahead, keep talking. I'll okay. So he uh, ends up finding the tesseract. He's there to get the tesseract. Mm-hmm. He had gloves on when he picked it up, right? Yes. Every time they hand, they can handle it, but they have to have gloves. So he takes it. Well, but the, Aaron, the tesseract's Aaron a case. Oh, that means nothing. Yeah. Okay. T- tesseract's a casing. It means nothing. Like it's a casing. We know that. We know that now. And voiceovers right. a robot chicken and shit too. Just okay. Like, uh, but yeah, he's, he's wearing a glove. So yeah, they take that, and then it cuts to seeing in Brooklyn. We see. Uh, um, Captain America or Steve, Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers, little small Steve Rogers, which Steve, still looked pretty good. I skinny thought. Steve, and he's in the theater, and somebody's like mocking like the news about the war, and he starts standing up to like Start calling him out. 
starts a movie. And so in the alley, we, alleyway, we've seen him getting his ass kicked, and that's where he does his famous line of, mm-hmm. I can do this all day. I can do this all day. And he grabs the kicked. trash can and holds it like a like shield. Like a shield, yes, which is awesome. And then Bucky ends, foreshadowing. Up, Bucky ends up coming up and saving, saving him. What I always think is interesting is, so Bucky, I knew nothing about the concept of Winter Soldier. I knew Bucky was like his buddy, like his sidekick, kind of like his Robin, Captain America in the comics. Mm-hmm. So in the movie... He never, in the first movie, he never made any kind of impact to me. Like, I had no idea. Bucky didn't? Bucky didn't. He I mean, didn't. I, he didn't. You know, no, it was he, just, he the actor it. could have been anybody. Like, yeah. afterward, I couldn't even pick, like, when they go, oh, he's the Winter Soldier. I'm like, oh, I don't even remember what he looked like. Like, he just was such a non-descript, in, oh. in, in, insignificant nothing. No offense to Sebastian Stan, who now is, like, playing no, a major it, role altogether in mm-hmm. it, but. That's why you got to stick with Disney. Like, you can't the fucking Iron Man 1, um, what's the actor's name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. No, War Machine. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Um, not oh. Don Chino's second. It was... Uh, uh, but anyway, you can't be that actor. you got to like stick with oh, Disney and yeah. they take care of you. Yeah, Hustle like, and Flow. What's his name? Um, oh. So we can go ahead. Anyway, we yeah, stick on that. It doesn't matter. We've already talked about that. Yes, we did. So anyway, though... Uh, but you need Bucky there, though, with well, him because he's... you can show him like that, that's pretty much only... Or Steve's only friend. Right. In, in a way. And yeah. You're well, he's there from his, his, his family pre- past. He's protected him his whole life from yeah, being beat up by always, bullies and doing all this mm-hmm. stuff. He's been the And he knows Steve's a good guy. He knows Steve's a good guy, and he's always going to have his back. But he's going off to fight, you know, fighting the Great War. And Steve keeps trying. He goes from town to town. He's like, you're going to get in trouble trying to apply under these different names and stuff. Yep. Because he's trying to apply for the fifth tries the war. term. Yeah. Because he's tried in, like, four other states under The doctor walks names. into the room. Well, they go on to, they first they go on a date, like a double date. Into oh, this, yeah. Uh, into this carnival. fair. The and, carnival. like, the girls are taking yeah. one for the team, technically, because they're <laughs> the wingman. Yeah, she's yeah. the wingman for her friend. Uh, ex- I, I was thinking that was a Stark Expo. It was a Stark Expo. Stark Expo. And there was a sign. Uh, Stark Senior. So one, yeah, Howard Stark. So one of the. Uh, Which is based off of Howard Hughes. Right. Oh, one of the. the duck. One of the displays, one of the displays that they show was the, uh, I took a picture of it, I can't remember the name offhand, but it's the original Human Torch, so mm-hmm. one of the original... Ah, you're right. You're so right. it's Human Torch, Namor, and Captain America were the like first three Marvel people, but Human mm-hmm. Torch was like an android that could flame on, mm-hmm. and he came back later in the comics, so Johnny Storm wasn't the first Human Torch, this guy was, mm-hmm. but there was like the sign for it back in the 40s that I'm like... Oh, I never noticed that, and that's cool, and they never really did anything with it, but um, I thought it was just like a neat little Easter, like nice a true little, Easter yeah. egg. Nice little touch here. So yeah, he ends up going in, and uh, what did he say that made Erskine, uh, which was uh, Stanley Tucci's... Oh, well, he was talking to Bucky oh. out there, and he's like, what are you doing, trying again? And like that's yeah. when he was like he saying hears, the whole oh, thing, yeah, he's yeah. going to yeah. get in trouble, and that's, yeah, he overhears him saying, like, I can't sit by while everyone's putting their life on the line, and... Then that's when um, the, car- the guy, doctor just, comes in and goes... You've applied it, blah blah blah. You should, why do you, you keep getting turned down, blah blah blah? And he just realized that like this guy's this guy's all hurt. Yeah, yeah. He's what he's he's the piece. This is what he's the been piece of the puzzle he's missing. Yeah. So they get him. They enlist him. They bring <laughs> which, him in this. Which Tony? Uh, what's the actor's name? Oh, uh, yeah. It's Two Face. The Two Face character. Uh... <laughs> We are not. Uh, thank you for. We're oh drunk. I'm not, like, I am not drunk. I am drunk. This I'm just old. I'm getting episodes. old. That's why we shouldn't do four Cena. episodes. I'm getting old. In. Um, but the uh, Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. Tommy Lee Tommy. Jones just sees them all lined up. Sees the one guy that most people probably would think should be the next Captain America, he but he's a cocky piece of shit. Oh yeah, well that's when they oh, do that. Grenade. Not, they not do the grenade. He's chicken shit. Yeah. Well, what's her name? Walks the line. She's like Peggy. 
I'm in love. Yeah, yeah she was really, really Hello, she's amazing. Carter. Hello, Carter. Just beautiful <laughs> and amazing. But the guy, one guy disrespects her and she kicks him in the fucking nuts. Yeah. And which is awesome. Oh, she's beautiful. But she's, she's yeah, she, that there's a reason she's revered as a character and she they really should give her another TV show. Hundred percent. Her show was hundred percent. Her show was fine on cable, but if they gave her Disney Plus, they could do so much more with it because they'd be mm-hmm. willing to wrap it into everything else. Wrap it. Wrap it. Hundred <laughs> percent. He said wrap it, but I was really, I was ready to let it go, Elmer Fudd. But you stuck with it. <laughs> but they throw this grenade, and Chris Evans or Steve Rogers jumps on it and like you know covers it up, and then that's when they're like, yeah, this is this is the Come guy. On. This right. is the guy we want. And they made yeah, a reference to that in Cal- Cap- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, remember? They said that to John Walker. They go, have you ever thrown yourself on a grenade? And he goes, four times, but I had like an enhanced special helmet or whatever. Oh, he put the helmet over it. The yeah. test, the test the helmet. That's what yeah. he said, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, he goes through the process. He, and then he has the little heart-to-heart, the one-on-one with him at the night before. And he, that's where he explains, like, there was somebody else before when I was in Germany. We tried this on and it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, I'm hoping I've got it right this time, but you're the, you've got the right stuff. You've got the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he tells him how it magnifies what's in the it's person. What's in you, yeah. So if you're a good person, you become a better person. If yep. you're a bad person, you become a worse person. And that's part of why he... And it's sort of what happened with Abomination and the Hulk. You know, it's yep. like they're part of the super soldier serum, too. So, um, yeah, so they put him in the machine. They blast him with the Vita rays. And then... Uh, the Vita Rays uh, uh, enhance them. So I, I, I still think the effect of like... The go big machine, as I call it. H- how big, <laughs> how little he looks. Can you aim that right here, it's please? It's still... <laughs> it looked good, right? It looked The CGS yeah, no, still looks looked pretty, pretty good. good. I, be- I believed it. I think my favorite thing, weirdly, was always when, uh, when he, he comes out of it and you see Peggy kind of like touches, touches him. him. Like she's kind of like, ooh, like, ooh. I always thought that was kind of like a cool little scene. Yeah, that's pretty much the scene there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, right away, that's the assassins in the I place. Too. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to look at her, we're going to look at him, guys. We're equal here. Exactly. <laughs> but the assassin ends up taking out Erskine, Stanley Tucci's character, and then that's when he goes running. Yes. And that's the first time he's realizing, like, oh, Barefoot. I can run. Barefoot. I can do all this. Mm-hmm. He's just pure, pure, like. Well, he's a- running at him and chasing him through the street, and that's when uh, he uh, the taxi cab uh, door comes off. Okay, yeah. And he uses, later. it's got the star on it. Star- no, it's. It, it's yeah. in that scene, but it's at towards the Oh, end. that's what I yeah. think what I was going to bring up in Captain well, Fal- Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier is how connected everything is. That was the exact, this is exactly it. Thank God we got to it. So the idea that how connected the Marvel Universe is, that nothing else is even going to come close to touching it. So him grabbing the door and holding it like a shield, mm-hmm. it's in the museum where uh, uh, Falcon, where Sam and uh, uh, Rhodey are talking. And there's like all these pictures on the wall, and there's a picture of him holding the door like the shield. In the movie, there's an actual, you can see a woman taking a picture of him doing that. Oh. Like somebody somebody actually found the footage of where the guy's like aiming the gun, and there's some woman taking a picture, and then you see him holding the door. Oh, you see, and they, the way they show that later. So, like, pictures. there's a legit person there taking a picture of him. They're pretty good at wrapping him. things up. Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's yeah, interesting. interesting. I think it's the fridge. I don't oh, know. I, I, I heard it earlier on one of the other podcasts, oh. but. So okay, and and then he fights the sub. But the I love your five notes. First of all, I know, right? Because I stopped after that point. But uh, I like how the, the the German guy ran past little Granny Smith there with the submachine gun, and she couldn't hit shit. 
Oh, in the, in the shop. Yeah, in the shop oh, yeah, as he's she, leaving. Yeah. She couldn't hit shit with it, so I don't even know why they even put that in there. But then Carter goes outside and she fucking snipes his ass with the she, pistol oh, yeah. from that range over there. Yes, the, the and that's the probably hottest thing I've ever seen in the movie. Oh, man, I, I am not complaining about her. She could do anything she wants. That's fine. She can oh. snipe me from a distance, am I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <just. laughs> no. We did that for humor reasons. Yeah, yes. Yep, just for humor. So when... <laughs> so go ahead, carry on. You got more... <laughs> Carry oh, on. No, I, I just want to catch oh. get those in there too. Keep calm and carry on. Oh, I love the fact that after after the shield, hey, I'm gonna fucking do that little boy in the water. He, he, yes. Hey, he was like, yes. he was like, it's okay. I can swim. So it made no point. It was no re- reason at all to throw that little kid in the water. Did he just assume that all those kids can swim? Did he throw him to save him? I can swim. That's pretty funny part. I think he threw him to save, or the bad guy pushed him. The bad guy threw him in the water. The bad guy threw him to save him, and he's like, no, I'm okay. It's okay. I can swim. Don't worry about me. We'll see what happens. Is is that in Germany in those days they felt like none of the American kids could swim and that was why we I think you just made that fucking up I might have because why, why else would he throw the kid in so he don't know how to swim it's okay he doesn't know I how to swim so he's like Captain swim. America would have I, I, well, I, I, he's not Captain America well he was going to jump in to save him the he kid was, had to go no don't it. save me go get that guy I guess so that's pretty funny because I've been my ass I'm it was funny I mean, it, was, it was meant to Help be me. funny yes it was because the guy who directed this is uh, Joe Johnston who did uh, Rocketeer Mm. He's oh, a okay. former ILM guy. Rocketeer's a good movie. The, yeah. the first version of That's Iron Man. When did they release a Rocketeer in 4K? Uh, Probably not. They have no love for that, but they is have that, talked about making a reboot wait, who of was that? that. That wasn't Brendan Fraser, was it? Rocketeer. Nope, no, no, it no. was uh, Cliff Secord was the character's name, and I can't remember the act. Okay. Bill. He's a Bill somebody, too, I believe. But okay. uh, Jennifer Connelly. But so, oh. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But yeah, so he he swim he jumps in and swims after the submarine catches There's it. There's not even a digital yeah. download uh, gets the cockpit. Too. I know, so they have no love for it. I think they're so, waiting for like an anniversary or some. Oh, they have it. They want eighteen dollars for an HD version. Holy mm-hmm. shit! That's insane. Yeah, it's not even on Blu-ray. It's not even on Blu-ray. Yeah, no, I'll skip that shit. But the well, and then they show you they that's the first like part where they start showing that like how Disney advanced Hydra is technologically. Plus then should be, but well, they kind of think it's Germany like. Hitler's regime and stuff like that at first, mm-hmm. so but it's really Hydra as we all know. It's Hydra, right? All we, the Hydra. We know the it's Hydra, tech. but in the beginning they think it's just Germany, or whatever, you know. So, but Stark even or Howard Stark is even like, like this is beyond me. I don't even know where to begin with this technology. So, right, because that's the whole point of taking the Tesseract is they want to use it like a battery to charge all these like new high end weapons and have an army, like have the enhanced army. That's really what they're doing. Arnim Zola. Mm-hmm. Is doing it with mm-hmm. with with the with Red Skull basically. I feel like Red Skull has a bigger plan with the Tesseract than probably. Well, I think he wants doing to with it. But he well, they were. This is where they were pooping the bed in the earlier series. Is like taking out all these big bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just take out Red Skull. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they brought him back in. Uh, you know, Infinity War. Yeah. Well, they become these antagonists in comic books forever and ever and ever for 60, 70 years. You're right. They were getting rid of him. Like, why are you getting rid of him? But he can come back. And you're not building. Capacity. You're not building up. Well, I think that's where we're at now. Is they had them all, and now that's where we're getting this like influx of all of them returning, mm-hmm. so they can play. So make it a comic book playground, right? Mm-hmm. But the other ones were they were like, they're under the old mode. That's the old mold. Mold. The old mold is to be hero fights same type of bad guy wins the day. You know, Iron Man fights Iron Monger. Ant Man fights Yellow Jacket. Captain America fights Red Skull. You know, like, everybody's fighting their exact equal <laughs> mm-hmm. at the get-go. Are you going to say your last uh, note there? 
until it, you know, until it gets to where it goes. Is that when they're sitting in the back of the car together? Yes. Driving away? Okay. Right. So, yeah, we go from uh, the guy takes a cyanide pill, dies. Yeah. Then they decide. hijack. So then they end Sorry, up going. Had to re- reenact. He <laughs> wants to go be a soldier on the front line. They convince him he needs to be a Jay has a something to put in there. Uh, what's that, Jay? Oh, when they're driving the car away, he has a horrible flirt. Oh yeah, what, is he, yeah, he what does he say? Horrible flirt. Do you remember Jay what just was? says he's a horrible. flirt. I just put he's a horrible a flirt because that whole time he had, he's talking to her, I'm like putting my head down. I couldn't. I'm like, no. What? So he goes to the military. Well, he just looks. That's the first time he looks like he looks. So yeah, he's in Ohio. Well, we we even told he's he been invisible. the whole fact that he was like they they did the whole little flagpole thing we missed in the basic training camp. Oh, that was sweet. He's, we were about to talk about that, were you? No, no, no. What he said, whoever claims, whoever gets that flag. Can drive back with what's her name? Yeah, with Peggy. and then they all try to climb it slippery. They're sliding down, and he does what, Jay? And he just walks up, pulls the pulls pin the out, pin the flagpole falls down, and apparently no one's ever gotten it. And then he did it, but which is also shows you the depth of him too. Like yep. he's just not your he's basic scrappy. soldier, right? He's had to be mm. a different type of person because of his his restrictions of being such a skinny little guy. When you go back and watch it, like I remember wanting to be bothered by. Like his head not matching up with the body, but it's not bad. It's not really bad. No. I mean, if you stare at it and you and you really look for something, you can tell that. Like, okay, it's knowing little, it too. You're, yeah, yeah you're it's looking. almost like those little slides where they mm-hmm. exchange the bodies and the heads. But it's really it's nice. like those jib jab holiday cards where you're like <laughs> putting your head on an elf dance because his elf. head's still the size it is. Right. right? Yeah. They can only do so much. Right. But I wonder who I wonder who that little dude is. It looks. Right, who's the body? Yeah. Who plays the body? Continue looking. Okay. But it looks good though. It does. I it think it looks still looks pretty. It, good. Pulls it off. They narrow yeah. his face a little bit. They give him the floppier hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so now he's being trained or being dressed up as Captain America, and he's mm-hmm. supposed to sell war bonds, war bonds, and it's really killing him. But then he's kind of mm-hmm. sort of getting into it. They, I, I like, the, I like the homage to the because the very first issue of Captain America is him punching Hitler. Mm-hmm. Do you realize he punched Hitler before we even entered the war? <laughs> Leonard Dinney was portrayed mm-hmm. Barman. Barman in Captain America: The First Avenger. He was also the body double for Chris Evans as Skinny Steve Rogers. Oh. So let's look Very up nice. Lenny Denny. Go ahead, keep talking. Lenny, so, so, Lender Denny. So anyway, though, you knew that, right? Not anybody okay. can see this, but this is the guy that did his body double as a skinny... Uh, Almost looks like him, though. But uh, did you know that, Rodney, that the very first issue of Captain America when he's punching mm-hmm. Hitler was before we even joined the effort? Before he... Oh, before we joined... Yeah, that was used to get us to join in the effort, right? It was a big part of... It was technically the- propaganda to get us in, right? Right. Yeah. Because Jack Kirby yeah. was co-creator, and he was like, you know, obviously, they're all they're all Jewish writers, they're all New York guys, so, like, yeah. they wanted to get in it. But anyway... That's what they kept doing the stage show, and even you see like the mm. comic book covers are kind of made like oh they made a comic book of it at the time, so it's like they mm. kind of are meta referencing it. And w- what is it? It gets to the point where they find out there's the one battalion that died, right? And he knew it was the battalion that mm. it was the one Bucky, Bucky was, was in, in. Yep. and he's like goes rogue and goes off. Yeah, they said something like hundred and fifty soldiers in that battalion went up against. Uh, that gr- or at, at that base or something like that, and yeah, the, uh, the Hydra base, which they thought yeah, was just less the than fifty of them returned. And he was like writing all the letters, and he's like, yeah, "I've heard that." And he goes, "Did you hear, you know, James Buchanan?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's one of the names I saw." So then that's when he's like, "Nope, I'm going to go investigate." And he goes in and sneaks. what they were called the Howling Howling Commandos, Howling Commandos. Commandos that's what yeah. it was, yes. And that's when he finds out that uh, Howard Stark and uh, Carter are fond doing. <laughs> What he gets a little he, oh, when he takes the flight over there and he gets upset. He got so jealous. <laughs> I'm like, how do, how do you not know what fondue is? I mean, I, I, he's a poor kid from Brooklyn. But I would still think you'd probably would have heard. I mean, I didn't hear about it until like well the 80s. 
but I was only alive in the early late seventies, so. <laughs> Okay. It's a joke. It's a joke. Right. It's meant it's, to be a yeah, joke. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. I get that. So they get to. Uh, that's that's funny. Then he goes and rescues and brings everybody he back. Goes in, yep. And then did they? That's when they let him go on his other missions, right? Or did he still well, go rogue? So he once he re- recovered everybody and he saved that whole group, bringing back some of the hydro technology and what. Oh, they see the guns. They have those guns. Yep, they brought now. the guns back because that's the first. Oh, he time. faced off against Red Skull in there too, right? For a minute. Uh, on the bridge for the a bridge. short and second. And he took his... Man, yep. his they, had a lo- they had a quick little uh, out there, and then, then the bridge was retracted. Uh, which then... This is completely off Because then James is about to... Or Bucky's about to leave, and he's like kind of looks like he's not going to make it, and then he goes to like yeah, jump, he, but we he, don't see. He crossed, he crossed the beam. The beam fell. And then you think Rogers is going to jump. He's not sure... But then he does, and then, then they kind of cut to them cut all coming, off, him all coming back down the road. the road. So he's a hell of a jumper. Well, we saw him jump over that big ass fence earlier, barefoot when he was chasing the, right. the guy in the car or whatever. And also climbing up that building and things. Wasn't he doing crazy shit to get in there too? The bunker where uh, oh he jumped. The, well, he uh, he climbed up the one vehicle, jumped over there, rolled You know, he yeah, did some pretty nifty bar- parkour stuff before right. it was ex- parkouring. Parkour's right. But parkour didn't exist in 1940. Parkour, parkour! So, yeah, he, so he he gets the opportunity to go... Like, what makes him go on the train? He just finds out about Arnim Zolt. Like, they're just starting right... Well, oh, he saw the map, right? Well, he saw the map when he, he knew, rescued Bucky and the other soldiers. So they started hitting so all he, those places. Yeah, he's like, oh, I only had a few seconds to look at the map, and this is where I think they are, and there's... So they started hitting all of the Hydra facilities. That's when he started him and the commandos. Right. Start doing their thing, um, and the the girl he makes out with, and before they go on their mission, you know who that was? She's from Game of Thrones. Yep, Natalie Dormer. Yes, yes. She seduced him. She kissed True. him. He, she did. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Lady uh, Dorn's granddaughter. What was okay. her name? Right. Um, I cannot think of her name. Fucking goddamn. Yes, I know. We're getting too old, and get too old for this shit. But uh, it's okay. If we knew all these names, you know we we're looking up shit. We we're making up shit. We we're pretending to know shit. Before That's the right. podcast. I used, I'm actually the one that used to know it all, and I'm like, don't, anyway. Don't give our secrets away. So, yeah, so that's when Peggy gets a little mad, so they're having that little, like, back and forth here and there, because hmm. really, they need to set up a relationship between them, because that's the lynch for him. She shouldn't be too mad, though. She didn't really make her move on him. Right. Well, it's not her job, per se, back then. Right. And they're, but they're she's they're a modern woman. So, and they're also professional. Professional, military profession, whatever, you know. So, it, it gets to the train heist where they're going on there to try to intercept Arnim Zola, I think, at that point. I think he is the target. And then a uh, big hole gets blown on the side of the train and that's when Bucky falls and that's like yep. his first devastation. Then what happens after that? Well, because Bucky picks up the shield. Oh yeah, and not a bad idea really, because the guy's firing. Oh yeah, because they gave him they gave him the actual shield after he started uh, running more of the after, missions. <laughs> after he made out with her, um, Nellie Dormer. Yeah. After he made out with her, that's when Peggy kind of took a few shots at the shield when he picked. He's like, "Oh, what about mm. this one?" He. He held it in front That's of right. him. That's right. She just starts shooting. I even like that the bullets don't ricochet. They hit it, and they're just dead stop because it's vibranium. Yep. I love the noise that it makes. When they move it, they even do it on the Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, It's kind of got like a lightsaber sound. Oh, vibranium? When it's yeah. yeah. So, so then, but 
Yeah, so he deflected the one shot, and that's what uh, basically blew Blast. him off the, the train. So then, after that, what so happens? shield's bad luck. So they save... Or he's he's gone. Then they finally go back to the final base. Is that where the big battle is? Well, or like, well, so they did a quick scene where he's uh, he's drinking in the bar at the. Oh, uh, but he can't get drunk. Bait, but he right. can't get drunk. So that's what he's complaining about. He's like, oh, they told you this, whatever. He goes, but you know. So she tries explaining, like, oh, your metabolism is like four times higher than the average human. So yeah, you're not gonna get drunk no more. He's like, I don't tell you that when you sign up. So. One of the little that's a good no, that was, and that was a good scene. I'm glad you remember to bring that up. I, that was and one I forgot when I watched. And it. They, yeah, and they kind of connect a little bit there too, you know, because she basically tries to get him back on track to being like, "Bucky wouldn't want you sitting here doing this. Like he wants you to continue doing what you were meant to do." Basically, at that point, so uh, I thought it was a good part. Then so they go back to look for all the weapons and how the tesseract's being used. Right. And there's a big ship that he made, that big big yes. plane. Yes. Well, that's what they're... That's going to go... Well, they had the whole uh, meaning about how we're going to do this because, like, it's a fortress. You know, like, this whole thing. It's like, well, you can't just go knock on the front door, basically. So and he, he said, yes, we can. He's like, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's do it. Right. Which I think that's part of the plan, though. And they show him, him going, marching with the Howling Commandos behind him as he starts mm-hmm. going in. But I think that's part of the plan, too. Like, he goes in, he makes a big ruckus, and then they bring him in. You know, like, I, don't, I think they knew that he wasn't going to make it very far. They were going to capture him to a certain point, you know, and bring him in front of Red Skull. Which, right. You know. That's what he would want to see him have his little. Right. Yeah, because that's the kind of power tripping kind of guy he mm-hmm. is, right? Makes sense, though, because the way they come into that window there later, the Howling Commandos come in through the window, busting there. To me, that's like, that was all part of the plan. Right. Oh, I also remember the scene, too, before we see him take off his skin. And he, like, Arnim Zola walks in, and you, you see said, the... I thought you said office skin. No, and you see the painter. Like office, the painter's like you painting. You were in an office? I thought you said office skin. Office. But no, but there's, like, a painter, like, mm-hmm. with a red paint. Doing and then he walks in, he's like, oh, and he's, like, he's kind of in the shadows, and you're like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a teaser of... I mean, we, we knew who he was, but mm-hmm. it was like they wanted to kind of wait to reveal. Again, they're trying to be more realistic a lot of times in these early They try to ones. ground it as much as possible. Yeah. And now that well, it's, I, it's gone on, they can go. I like that, though. That I, I kind of appreciate it that. It's like it makes it like... If that happened in the real world, that's how you'd want it to unfold, right? Yeah. No, for sure. Exactly. I mean, and then you start releasing these other characters that are a little bit more magical and legendary. Yeah, trees gods and, and raccoons. I've never watched True Blood, but gods, I think that was the premise the of gods, that was yeah. that... Uh, company invented artificial blood so people didn't have to donate blood anymore and once that artificial blood comes out all of a sudden vampires come out of the woodwork because they're like well if you've got artificial blood we don't need to be killing people anymore and then it was like from there it just kind of branched again I've never watched it but I've been a long time since I watched True Blood I did watch it when it came out and I it was okay so yeah that ending's a big just typical type battle he ends up stealing the ship that has the Tesseract on it because it's trying to fly to go to Brooklyn or no it's a missile right no, <clears throat> so Red they want to bomb. They're gonna bomb. All they're these gonna. Well, yeah, they're gonna say, basically they're gonna fly this big ass plane across the ocean, and there's a bunch of little planes in there that have the bombs. That's right. That they're gonna go to the different cities in the U.S. So Rogers is on there trying to stop that, and it gets into a little fight. Like you see all the planes inside the the belly of the beast. There it has the city names on it. Which one's going to which city? Right. So he like you know. Cut, Pretty much and by this point, them all. By this point, Red Skull has already grabbed the Tesseract and disappeared up yeah. into the sky. Yes, in his own No, world. he's in the plane. His, his, little, his little plane. Oh, wait. The other oh, guy leaves in his car. I jumped farther ahead. 
I guess. No, so he leaves. Okay, yeah, my bad. He he left that facility that Rogers and and uh, Howling Commandos basically uh, infiltrated. Infiltrated, yeah. So or no, it doesn't. I mean, this is all the weeds at the end. It's all similar type. No, that battles, was that was when Steve. Uh, that was when Steve Rogers went and freed all the prisoners. Red Skull didn't disappear that early. Uh, the guy he basically took the te- that's when they t- blew up the station and he flew in the he in the one rocket guy took off with his car yeah he gave the keys to the other guy the oh, the nerdy science guy and said no nah, yes. don't put a scratch on it yeah that was when uh, he freed all the people or okay. the the soldiers so then later when they attacked the the main bunker where Red Skull was after he eliminated Hitler's. Uh, Oh, his, that's were, right, that's like, right, yeah. Basically, he does... Like, basically, Hydra's taken over this yeah, shit. Yeah, Hydra separates him, comes out of the shadows, basically, from where Hitler was, in a sense, but it was a short-lived one. So, but then they take... Yeah, the message big, didn't get all the way, but... But then they take that big-ass plane, and that's when they start flying the ship, so, sorry. But that's where, that's where Red Skull, on the ship, touches the Tesseract and disappears? Or is it before? Because, obviously, the, tes- the Tesseract's on the ship with him. Mm-hmm. How does the Tesseract get on the ship with him? The the Tesseract is powering the ship. The Tesseract they use the Tesseract to power the plane, basically. Right, okay. It puts it in that central. But when did when did Red Skull touch it? At some point I think it came out of the I've only seen this two weeks ago and I don't remember. And I yeah, I saw it earlier today too, and I'm trying to remember. I finished watching it. Um it came the container that I was this ten times, do you remember? Oop. Okay. Well, again, it, it's not. Important. I've watched this a lot, and I don't. It's remember. not important, I guess, is why we don't remember it. So essentially, but it's, yada yada yada. <laughs> he's flying this. He takes control of the ship, and the only way he can do it is to just down it. Well, it's, and that's when he asks. Well, let's go back though, real quick though. When he's holding the test rack, it shows him basically melting away. Yes. It literally is showing him ripping. It opens up a like some type of portal inside the ship, and then it shows him like being pulled. To wherever the hell he's going. Okay. But it looks like he's... Kind of like the hex with... Ripping apart. With or, Vision getting pulled back into the hex type yeah, of Yeah, like... Yeah, he's getting peeled apart in a sense. Okay. And then... Because then the Tesseract falls on the ground of the plane. Because it falls out of the plane somehow, It melts right? through the floor. Oh, it melts through the floor. Yeah, it melts through the floor as it's going through, which I thought was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. Right. But it makes sense. Well, if the material inside... I remember the container, going through the floor. I do remember that part. Yeah, it falls through... Yeah, because it falls on another spot. Yes. Yeah, it in falls, the ocean. In, falls in, yep, and then later on, Ho- Howard Stark and them well, that's, pull it out of the water. Yeah, they're looking for Steve, and then they find Well, that. We, we're missing the part where Steve Well, goes. Steve's, like, talking to Peggy and Peggy, saying... and mm-hmm. they're, they're replaying at a dance together. Yeah. Which is yep. full circle, because they get their dance in right. Endgame. Right, But she pro- he promises her. Yeah, and so dance. then, yeah, he crashes, boom. Then we flash and, forward to him waking up in the hospital. And he's in the hospital, and he's hearing this game, and it's not something's not clicking, and he runs, busts out, and they're like, how did you know? And he goes, I, goes, I was at that game. It yeah. wouldn't be on the radio oh, yeah. when I was... Okay. And then uh, that's when he realizes he's in the modern world, because he's in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Nick Fury shows up and is like, you know, Mr. Ro- you know, Captain Rogers, welcome. First Avengers is not a bad movie. It was getting a lot of bad reputation when it first dropped. I don't think it did. I, I, people were nobody, I was loved putting, nobody was putting it towards their time. Really? See, I like I like that was I my favorite at the time. Captain America. Yeah, I thought it was good because mm-hmm. he was he was it's different so because he was too. a hero first. He didn't have to become a hero. He was a hero he first, that yeah. became exactly. more. Right. 
where the other ones are all like had to learn to become. Well, there's a there's Thor a role, was heroic, but he wasn't a hero. Well, I got a, I got a lot of issues with Thor in general. Well, there's a there's a rule like there's Thor is not DC worthy. is full of gods that want to try to be human, and Marvel is a bunch of humans trying to be gods. Yeah, so I'd say that's a fair fair assessment, like a very yeah. simplified simplified version. But yeah. but yeah, so the ending teaser credits in that movie was showing. Uh, Fuck, what was the most credit? It, it was uh, Selvig from Thor. Okay. They had the Tesseract. Oh, they were yes. leading him down some, yes. down where underground. They're like, we need you to investigate this. Yes. And they open it up and they show the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Or was that at the end of Thor? So that's, <laughs> it's not at the end of the Captain America. Then that must have been the end of Thor. Because then Loki, because Lo- Loki, Loki, <laughs> Loki, Loki, what Loki we have appears here. in the mirror. But yeah, that might have been because that was teasing. Because it was like, what the hell's a Tesseract? All of a sudden, I think you're right. It was Thor. So this one's teaser was the teaser showing him waking up in the modern day. Well, that was the last. Was that the post credit? Yeah. Maybe that was the post credit scene. Huh. It's him waking up in the modern day. Showing okay. Him, yeah. Well, because you started out with them. Yeah, Captain America: First day. Soldier after credit scenes and waking up in the modern day. Okay, yeah. so then it's setting up basically yeah. the next movie, which yeah. is Avengers. So, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was weird how much I didn't so remember. So funny we talked about it like it was part of a normal movie. Was the post credit? But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it, it was weird how much I did not remember from mm. it. And I mean, I haven't seen it in ten years or thereabouts. And again, we watched the other one. The other one. Things like Sorry. I didn't think he strapped. Like, do you remember the goofy shit in the 1990s one? If you, I don't if remember. You made it this far, you know, I don't mean to remember the 1990s at all. <laughs> if you made it this far, listen to our podcast about it because that movie is insane. It was so good, it was bad. It was like perfect, good, bad. Yeah. Remember he hand, he handcuffed himself to the rocket, I don't Red Skull, he, and to get free, he doesn't know how to use the word good, does he? I don't remember any of this. What, did, what word did he say? He said it was good. It was it was so good. It was so bad. It was good. It was so bad. That's how every woman mm-hmm. has ever had sex with me explains. But yeah, it was it was it's horrible. It's horrible, <laughs> no, but it's, it's fun. It's horrible, but it's, it's fun. fun. Not good. It's but good. It's, it's so bad. It's good. Watch but, it. It's yeah, hilarious. It's hilarious. You can listen to the other podcast. Drink too. We were very drunk. Drink a lot one. while you're watching it because it'll help you get through it. So, all right. <laughs> Back to work. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.